trap. With your legs. With your legs. That's good advice, Cole. Thank you, man. Thank you. Full of the stuff. Doesn't matter. You, you remind me of poor man's rich man. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the happy hour makeover extravaganza. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Somebody dropped a notebook. Yeah, thank you so much. That's crazy applause. Got a new fucking sign-in book, too, for the place. Came in prepared, right? I was supposed to have somebody uh, hosting tonight, but as you hear, it is uh, me, George <laughs> Davis. No, it's good if, if you got time, but you know, after this. Hey, man, who knows? I thought you might have a second mic or something, you know, so I figured I'd give you that kind of time to sit around and do what you got to do, big dog. You know, you got to do that thing. Anyway, good evening. Right on. Um, anyway. I fucking turned into a, like I don't get to like do impressive shit that often, but I got to do some impressive shit this week, right? Like I actually set a goal for myself and fucking saved the money and did it this week. Holy shit! Saved a little extra money, bruh. All right, so like, um, was it like two days ago? I was like doing that little night, late night rainy kind of misty rain shit. And I go down, uh, first I try to be cool, and I go to Best Buy, because I was like, before Christmas this year, I am having a Switch and some fucking games before I get out of this fucking calendar year, bro. I want a Nintendo, and I haven't wanted a Nintendo since 1986. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, oh, shit. So I went down to uh, I went down to Best Buy like a G, pocket full of cash, right? Crisp hundred dollar bills. Like, what you gonna do about me, baby? I went down there. That motherfucker was like, we, we, I, you know, we'd like to help you, but we, we just ain't got shit. Man, fake ass motherfuckers. Like, that's that's why I don't call nobody. I was gonna call like a couple of people and be like, you know what I'm gonna do. I'm going to go get me a Switch, bitch, right? But I don't like to brag, so I was like, all right, you know what? Don't call them till you get the motherfucking thing, right? Because, you know, it's like, I'm sure stand-ups know, right? Don't tell a motherfucker before you get the gig, right? <laughs> no, man, they got me going up and... Oh, never mind. <laughs> but uh, the cool shit was, like, right before I left... The lady at the front desk, I did flash on because she asked me that stupid question. So what are you going out to do? And every time it's usually just like, hey, you know, just heading out. I'll be right back. Nice seeing you. Good, good evening. But tonight I was like, I'm going to get a switch, B, right? And I was so excited. And um, the woman looked at me like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. I was like, cool. She's like, so like, where you getting it at? I was like, I'm going to Best Buy, and I'm gonna get it for three hundo, and I'm gonna get my motherfucking games with it. B, I got the five burning a hole in my pocket. Fuck off, right? And she's like, oh, I, I had a friend that got that shit for thirty dollars. 
Like, what? What are you talking about? I got, no, no, I got like two friends. I got that shit for 50. I was like, what? I'm talking, I'm, I'm, I'm not a game, right, lady? Not the game. I'm talking about the system. She's like, no, nah, man. You got the, I'm talking about the council. I was like, oh, okay. All right, I'm going to be back. And when I come back, I'm, I'm telling you right now, when it came out, it was $300 MSR, VP, BDQ, all that shit. That motherfucker was legit. Like, that's $300. I don't give a fuck who you got to fucking murder to get one. All right? <laughs> so I go over there. They ain't got the shit. So I, like, I, like, I had over the five, right? I had, like, you know, I was sitting pretty for a day. Like, I was, like, looking good for a second. I was like, you know what? All right, we gonna, we're going to walk over here because it's late like now. It's where it gets dark hella early. It's still fucking 6 o'clock, but it's still late looking, you know? This is like, if you're ever going to have early shows for stand-up, this is the time of year to do it, right? Yeah, it's 6 o'clock on a fucking Tuesday. Who cares? But anyway, <laughs> um, so I head back to catch me that motherfucking bus and when I'm sitting on the bus, I'm just going, God damn, man. God damn, I don't know if I can. Shit, man, am I going to make it to this motherfucker, man, on time? Close at 9. Cool. I got all kinds of time. Because I know that there's a GameStop down on the other side of town. So, like, I'm standing in the rain outside of Best Buy. Hey, man, y'all got any, uh, y'all got any switches? <laughs> My man goes, oh, my man, we got him in, like, three colors, B. We got him in red and blue. We got him in green and gray, and we got him in gray. I was like, oh, shit, I'll be right down there. So I went down and, like, caught two fucking buses. <laughs> the lady on the second bus was so nice. She was like, I was like, you know the GameStop down here on the end of this block? I'm like, one of them old-fashioned-ass trolley cars on market. And I was just like... And she was like, oh, I, I don't remember the one. And this is like the nice part of like when I was homeless. I've walked past that motherfucker like a thousand times. And I was like, okay, look. It's between 5th and 4th Street. It's on the left. We just got to hit that moment. She's like, okay, okay. And I said, you know what it's right next to? It's right next to fucking uh, Union Square. Boom! Her whole memory just come flying back like a slam dunk from Charles. It's like, oh, shit. So got dropped off over there by the nicest lady in the world. Ran up in that motherfucker, man. And this is what makes me love living in the city. It was the fucking staff of the GameStop. This is like... Oh, this is why I live here, because I want to live in the future. All right? First cat I see when I walk in is, like, the brother working behind a desk, like the young gamer, like the 21-year-old gamer dude, right? Then I see, like, the brother that looks like Isaac Hayes, but he's getting kind of fat like me. <laughs> so he's bald and got that beard and shit, but he's got that heavy-duty lisp. You know, so I'm like, oh, what's up, my man, right? It's like, oh, shit. We got the, the Chinese guy. Or, I don't know, he's Asian. I'm just fucking Chinese. That's awful. But, like, he's working behind the desk <laughs> doing his thing. And then at the bottom of the barrel, at the bottom of the barrel, bad and fucking clean up getting her fucking check tonight was the transgender white dude guy, chick, girl, just got her new fucking titties in, bro. I was like, what's going on? 
I'm buying every game I can ever buy at this place. This is the flyest place in the city, man. This is y'all's like face crew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This this is this is our show. Like bam, bro. It was like it was so diverse and so legit. Like I'm I'm all in on the GameStop down there on the fourth and fifth. Local humor. All right. Anyway, but uh. I don't know. Just want to tell a couple of fucking cool stories. Kill a little time before our host got in the house. You know, uh, do a little bullshitting for a minute. And uh, here you go. That's, that's my first time hosting up here. All right. Anyway, let's, let's bring on the comedians. This is the reason why we're here. Not to hear my long ass story, but somebody was going to hear it. <laughs> Out of the new book. Now, number one in, on the sign-in sheet, I got John Alcabees. That's oh, that's the that's the other one. All right, because this is the one. This is the pre-sign-in. Maybe I didn't add that up together. What do I got first there, Trina? Oh shit. No, no, we got to hear the voice of the real host. What, what, are we, what are we saying? Well, okay, here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I, I realized this week, is this mic on? Yeah, it's on. I realized this week, Cole. Thank you, yeah, thank you. Every, give it up for George. See, that's one of the things, like, applauding, applauding. And have, George is the best. I realized this week... That, you know, we get to know each other's parents through our comedy, right? Because, uh, do you want to stay for the show, dude? Hello? You want to stay for the show? What was that? I know, because you usually just come in and use the restroom and leave, and I'm thinking if you want to use the restroom that you could stay for just five minutes, ten minutes, something like that, in exchange. Absolutely. Well, it's not your first time. Okay, all I'm saying, but my point is, why not give you know give back a little bit? Like you know what I mean? Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's always the street too. You can pee in the street. That works. So Cole. So. Sorry, I'm not in a good mood today. Yeah, no, because he's it's not his first time here. He keeps coming in and using the restroom, and I didn't know who was in the restroom, and then when he came out of the restroom, I'm sorry, I couldn't. I was in the middle of my new Cole Chapman bit, but I, I had to interrupt because it's, it's pissing me off. Like, you can't stay for one set. One set. You can't be here 15 minutes to use the bathroom. Well, uh, he always has places to be because he always leaves right after he uses the restroom. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. Are you kidding? All I, ha all I do is hold myself back from kicking people's asses. This is my life. So, Cole, I realized this week we get to know each other's parents, right? I feel like 
your dad is the parent I relate to the most out of everybody, right? Like, I'm so with him. I'm so, like, it's a hip issue. No, just, like, that's, that's my life, is, like, waving people off, like, it's a hip issue. So, uh, right? <laughs> I know, but it's a good bit. I know, it's a good, well, I mean, but you, no, 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 you can't, I mean, they, they come and go. I mean, you, the, 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 anyway, so I'm so glad you guys are here tonight, and I hope we have a, we're definitely going to have a good show, because, I don't know, you guys, the material about your dad in your bit, in your set this, today? All right. No, 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 I mean, I'm sure he's got a, he's like comedy gold up there like yeah. you like you're you're about to come back with stuff from thanksgiving like just focus just follow him around with your notepad open you know all right so bring it on up and give it up for cole chapman everybody thank you my ghostly cold hands this is like what people like to tell me is i have poor circulation i have hands like a ghost uh james how are you you well you uncomfortable with that situation that just occurred? You were kind of close to the dude. Did you hear him pee in for like five straight minutes? That was impressive. <laughs> a very small, slow, consistent trickle. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, you think so? You just do one of those those hose showers, just like the the pits in the face, and you're out. Totally, man. And the yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel very. I like how we witnessed that man go through like 17 different excuses, <laughs> like through his excuse Rolodex. I got. I was looking for someone. I gotta meet someone. Uh, but it, it really, he was honest to begin with, and then he just defaulted to the excuses, which I guess were more acceptable. But when he first came in, we were like, "You want to stay for the show?" He's like, "Not planning on it." We're like, "Just stick with that, man. <laughs> just stick to your guns. Don't tell me you have someone to meet. You clearly do not. You know what I mean? <laughs> like." Your shirt has, like, the top three buttons are missing and your weird skinny titties hanging out, man. That was just weird. <laughs> it's like I'm looking at this like, come on, man. You don't, need, don't tell me you're going to go meet somebody like you're going on a date. You're not. You just used the restroom <laughs> in a comedy place, a weird comedy gallery. I kind of hope that escalated uh, just because, like, to really ratchet up the awkward energy before my set. Like, I already feel awkward enough, but if that guy started throwing hands or something, that would have been really cool. It would have been a great Friday. I started my Friday uh, looking at a uh, SWAT team breaking into a house on my street. Uh, yeah, so I was like, we're going to have a good day. And then I just knew later on there would be some weird conflict of interest between, or conflict between a perhaps homeless guy and uh, an open mic host. And I, you know what? That's how I know. That's how I know things are going to, that's me reading the tea leaves. <laughs> it's just like, ah, yes, my future is, is determined. All right. What the fuck are we talking about? I don't know, man. Uh, how are you, miss? Are you a comedian? You just stopping in for the bathroom, or you? <laughs> we had a guy earlier who just came in to use the bathroom and then left quite rudely. Really? Oh shit! Whoa, damn! Then let me fucking tighten up my shit. I'm just gonna run new jokes, so I hope that's okay. <laughs> do classics? Uh, yeah, I'll do that joke about my dad's hip that I do not remember how it goes. <laughs> like, like, oh, I've learned so much about your dad from a joke from February. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, man, totally. <laughs> All about that February material, man. Um, I don't know, man, do you have a dog? No. You know what they say about dogs, though, which is, uh, or more dogs in relation to humans. It's uh, be the person uh, your dog thinks you are. That's the saying, right? Uh, so I'm a public masturbator. Uh, 
was very liberal with his belly scratches and table scraps. That's 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 the kind of person I am. Is that okay? That's a new one I just came up with outside. They don't say that about cats though, because uh, the person your cat wants you to be uh, is dead. Uh, thank you, thank you. Right, we've all heard that one before, I'm sure. Okay, great. Let's move on to some other material. <laughs> okay. Um, what what is this? What is this? What is this? Oh, hmm, no, not that one. Oh, uh, here we go. Here we go. You're just looking at it. You can't bear to look at me. <laughs> You're like staring straight up at the corner like, why am I here? Why did I walk in and take a chance on this garbage? I'm like, trust me, I know. This is our lives. <laughs> oh, so are we. Yeah, the constant thrum of a helicopter's propeller was not enticing enough to keep you outside. You're like, maybe this poor man's thoughts are going <laughs> to turn this Friday into a banger. Uh, man, I don't know. Uh, I have all these new jokes written down, and now I'm like feeling the pressure of trying to do good jokes for you. But here's the thing: I can't remember any good jokes because I don't really have any. So I'm just gonna keep talking to you about these new jokes. Uh, I have a friend uh, who is a uh, color commentator for a hockey team. You know what that is? Oh, it's the guy who is so like there's a play-by-play guy who's like eh, ball goes to blah, blah goes to blah, ball goes to Jones, and he goes touchdown. Like there's that guy. Then there's the color guy who sits there and just has all his random ass stats. Well, this is the 13th score in Jones's career. Who would have thought that out of 16 years outside of UCLA, you would have 38 scores in 17 years? You're like, yeah, I don't know. How do you? This is this is too loud now. <laughs> Something's happened where now I feel like I. Uh, Something I can't articulate clearly. Uh, anyways, okay, so um, <laughs> yeah, so he's he's the color commentator guy, which is amazing to me because I'm like, how do you remember all that stuff? You know what I mean? Like you got to have a crazy memory. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, dude, I can barely remember to put on deodorant every morning, and you're sitting there pulling out stats from like 37 years ago about who won the World Series in 1978. Like I cannot tell you what kind of mind process has got to go. So I asked him, I'm like, what's your deal, man? How do you how do you process all this? And he's like, well, I've got a thing called a mind palace. Are you familiar with a mind palace? It's a Sherlock Holmes thing. Yeah, exa- that is your mind, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's right in here. I'm like, you're close. Um, exactly. Exactly. You kind of imagine different rooms and you put different memories into certain rooms according on what the memory is. So he's got like stats and, you know, all kinds of different rooms and shit. And I was thinking about it. I was like, man, I don't have a mind palace. I have like a mind hoarder house. Just like, it's just a mess. <laughs> it's just like boxes full of references that I shouldn't have. Though I'm still holding on to them for some reason. I'm like, I might need those later. Like, you don't need these references from the A-Team. You never watched the A-Team before. Why do you have references from 1988? I'm like, I might need them. I'm holding on to them. Like, I can't, I can't get rid of those. You know what I mean? I need those. I need those, man. Uh, you know what I really need is a funny part to that joke. But hey, you know, we're all trying here. Uh, <laughs> how are you with marijuana, ma'am? In the past, uh, it's gone. Okay, so when when uh, when it was in your past, were you like a big pothead or what was you doing? Surfers, totally, totally. This uh, what what uh, time period was this? Roughly, ten years ago. Okay, so like it was just on the cusp of like weed getting really crazy, or not really on the cusp. Weed was getting crazy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. Weed's gotten really intense. It's gotten really strange. People do all kinds of weird stuff. We've got a resident uh, weed correspondent, uh, Arden Machida, over here. He's probably going to talk about it. Um, but yeah, the, my my friends in college do weird things with weed, like what, like because they try to like enhance the high when the high is really just all you're after, right? They did this thing. Have you heard of called uh, this thing called bees? Yeah. It's like they like they would proposition you in like a really weird way, They'd be like you want a bees? <laughs> you want to? 
you want to you want a bees and i'm like mm, no like i want a bees high don't fucking bat me around with this shit like bees is basically you take bird's bees the lip balm and you put it on the back of your eyelids. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> this is a thing that my friends did. I don't know why I was friends with them. Yeah, they put lip balm, the Burt's Bees, on the back of their eyelids. And then they would, and then they would, uh, yeah, basically, <laughs> it would get cool like an icy hot. And then that was the whole sensation. Uh, and they'd be high as well. And yeah, and back to the old punchline, uh, I was like, no, man, I want a bees high. I don't want a bees riddled with conjunctivitis. You know what I mean? Like, that's disgusting. How dare you? Okay. This has been weird. I've been Cole Chapman. You've been lovely. Everyone else, work on your stuff. Uh, give it up for treat, everybody. All right. So I have some follow-up questions, Cole. <laughs> so... Dude, okay, so I have to admit, like, so when you're talking about the sports thing, like, there's the announcer, and then there's the the other guy, I still only hear the word colored. I still don't know what you're saying other than that. I know, I'm assuming that's not what you're saying, right? What is it? My Instagram tagline, I'm pitching myself right now. What it? It says colored commentator, just... Oh, you are saying that word. Well, why? Why? I'm like, wait. No, I'm saying that word. He's saying that. It's, it's, it's color. No, he. I, yeah, but I'm just saying, you know. It's, no. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, I don't know sports well enough to understand that that was a, like a legit or. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, so awesome. Uh, so I'm confused also about the beehive thing. Is that they uh, get high and then do that, or that actually makes them high? Definitely not the latter. Well, you never know. There's the whole bath salts thing. What the fuck do I know? Like uh, kids are finding crazy ass shit to get high with, right? So I was like, oh, bees. Okay, I, it didn't seem like that would be enough. Honestly, I, I figured. Yeah, You'd need more than just that, right? Just yeah, because if that got you high, then putting it on your lips would get you high too. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's around the corner. I hope so. Probably already made. Yeah. There is medicated bomb. Right. So. Yeah. I'm already So. So fantastic! Thank you. I I appreciate the Q and A after. I really do. I do. And then, so well, so now you're warned, Jason, because you're up next, and there might be a Q and A after yours. There might not. We'll see. Are you having a good time, ma'am? Hey, it's it's always an adventure. Isn't it though? Why not? You're like, why would these five people get into the room together like this and just wait for somebody like me to show up? Why would they do that? Right? I mean, I if I were you, I'd be like, uh, these people are crazy. Awesome. I'm so glad you did. No, because we have fun in here. We really do. We do. I was trying to have fun with the homeless guy. Honestly, I was, it's more, don't you guys, like, I feel like I need to hold back. Like, cause, you know, if, you, if I want him to stay, the last thing that's going to get him to stay is to get angry at him, right? Son, you better listen.
learning how Uber is disrupting the charge people $200 in the car industry. Oh, there's the on button. I'm going to say that uh, again for the people listening in Russia. No, I'm just kidding. That's the uh, last time I buy fish tacos at a restaurant that's being towed. Yeah, <clears throat> that's a fish taco. <laughs> that's a food truck joke. Maybe I should be baked. Uh, do we, uh, I am looking for a job. What, Jason? Comedy's not paying the bills. Uh, I have a day job. I've had the same j job for 12 years, all right, office job, and I'm back out on the market again, and they still have the same old, tired job interview questions, right? Have you looked for a job recently? And they're like, Jason, where do you see yourself ideally in five years? Ideally, I don't know, getting roadhead in a spaceship? That would be cool. Ah, oh, roadhead. <clears throat> uh, driverless cars, who's excited for that? Yeah, driverless, no. The death of roadhead, road rage, and drunk driving. No fun. No fun. The car's going to drive itself. I actually heard this really interesting story because I can't read. I listened to the radio on NPR, and they said they have to program these driverless cars now. Uh, if somebody s stops right in front of them, they have to swerve out of the way. But what if there's a, somebody in a wheelchair or somebody riding a bike and has to make decisions of whether to plow into something and they have to make – I don't have a joke here. I just thought it was interesting that some so, – so, you know, they th say these, these machines are very smart, but somebody has to program it, a human, to say, yeah, run over that person. So uh, I don't know how they're going to figure it out. Maybe the timing will get so fast they'll have, like, all the criminal records of everybody, all the driving records and ages, and then they'll just decide by who, who, has, who has, wasn't killed recently, you know, of a certain race or height. I'm just vamping here, but uh, I'll turn that into a joke. Uh, this is called an open mic. It's not really a show. Uh, you should come to my brainwash show later tonight and pay money to see this shit. Uh, and it's a laundromat if you have any laundry. You're you said your soup is spilling. You might need to wash. Yeah. Well, it's a laundromat too and a place where comedians go. And there's beer. It's perfect for you. Uh, yeah. What else do they ask in these job interviews? Uh, well, why, Jason, why do you want to work for our company? I don't know, because shit costs money. You have the money. When I go buy the weed, they don't say, hey, tell me some jokes and I'll give you a pound. They want money. Ugh, oh, terrible. And why start telling the truth in a job interview when you've already sent over that first salvo of lies? The resume? You got to pad your resume a little bit. Mine's so padded you could sleep on that some bit. Boom. That's just a little comedy club joke. Oh, shit. Very little. Yeah. <clears throat> Set the sleep dial for fucking lies. Uh, oh, you want me to go back 15 years and include all my volunteer work? Sure. On my resume, I've been to countries that don't exist, fighting diseases I made up using 90s band names. Oh, yeah. Sure, Susan. I spent three summers in southern Malaki <laughs> inoculating children against Smash Mouth. Very dangerous outbreak. I did so well, I got transferred to another NGO rebuilding schools in the People's Democratic Republic of Hoobastank. <laughs> You're not going to fact check this, are you? With a Google search or a map. <laughs> uh, I got I to disrobe for this joke. <sighs> I forgot about that. Anybody got tattoos? You got a tattoo? <laughs> That's the one that I like. I'm totally unprepared. So suffice it to say. When I'm crushing this rainwater. All right. It's worth the wait. Look at that bad boy. Oh. For people at home and in Russia. Good God. This is my beautiful little red lightning bolt, okay? 
that was my next tag. Looks like I did it myself. <laughs> it's funny. You should get up here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did this when I had Down syndrome. No, I paid money for this. Money. I paid money. And I got it. And I learned a valuable lesson, too. Never get a tattoo on vacation, right? This is nine beers and a Percocet in Nashville. And when you think of fine art, right? France, Italy, Nashville. It's supposed to represent my all-time favorite band. One Direction? No. ACDC, you know that band, rock and roll. But I didn't want to get AC, Lightning Bolt, DC. I just wanted the Lightning Bolt, so only the real fans know, okay? So I get this shitty tattoo and a mug and a shirt from a gift shop that a tattoo place should not have. And I fly home, and the first friend I show it to, I'm like, check it out. And he's like, wow, Jason, you must really love Gatorade. <gasps> oh, shit. I do love Gatorade. I've made a horrible mistake. Speaking of horrible mistakes, I am an open mic comedian. My name is Jason Cole. Thank you for laughing. Civilians matter, guys. Civilian laughter matters. the same problem okay you guys here's the officially what's happening fuck this mic stand i'm serious oh all right so our next comic coming to the stage is bryce but he's not here yet so do you want to go you ready you're okay with that and I, I don't even know your name. I'm so sorry. James. All right, give it up for James. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How we doing? Ken, Suzuki, what's up? We doing okay? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I'm James. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm biracial. Uh, I'm half black, half white. I, I grew up in Georgia. Uh, I didn't really fit in growing up in Georgia, because in Georgia, there's really only black people and white people. There's no uh, ambiguously brown people like here in California, okay? Like the first time I saw a Filipino, I freaked out. I was like, uh, Asians have Mexicans too? Like I didn't realize, that's fucking, I didn't realize that. Um, growing up was obviously the classic biracial dilemma as you guys can imagine, right? Uh, too black for the white kids and uh, too big of a John Mayer fan for the black kids, so. Uh, so yeah, uh, I was the only kid on the playground that used to get called the N-word uh, that wasn't allowed to use the N-word. Like really guys, it's fucked up. Um, got called the N-word once by these rednecks, uh, ran to my nearest friend, uh, Demarius, who was black, uh, which is redundant. Um, and I was like, uh, yo, Demarius, these fucking rednecks just call me a nigger, let's go fuck them up. And then he looks at me and he's like, what'd I tell you about that word, homie? And he fucked me up, so. <laughs> She was inconvenient. Um, I'm very uh, racially ambiguous. Uh, I know this because uh, it happens sometimes that other races like think that I'm like theirs. You know what I mean? Like uh, it was just weird, right? Like I was in an Uber the other day, and I should have known, right? Uh, it was an Indian dude, right? And I should have known. He kept calling me brother, right? He was like, he's like brother, like you know, how's your how's your day going, brother? I was like, oh, you know, I'm gonna having a good day. Uh, he's like, you work around here, brother? I was like, yeah, I work around here. He's like, yo, do you want some of this uh, scone I just got from Starbucks? I was like, fuck yeah, I'll eat some of your scone. So I'm eating this scone. You know, we're talking talking about our days, etc. And he goes, uh, so what part of India are you from, Punjab? And there was that, you know, that, that kind of moment. I was like, nah, bro, it's not like that. 
And he goes, I'm very sorry, sir. And he just put both hands on the wheel and we just didn't talk for like five minutes, right? And then after five minutes, I was like, so is that scone still in play? Like, can I get some, some more of that? Um, guys, the worst thing though is uh, about being uh, racially ambiguous and being black is doing the, uh, the sup nod to another black dude and just like not getting it back, you know? <laughs> Should happen. Cause like two thirds of the time, like it works, right? Like two thirds of the time, like the dude's skeptical, but he's like, you know, I'm like, all right. he's like, I'm gonna give this dude the benefit of the doubt. But a third of the time it's just like a disaster. Like the other day I was in Oakland, did the, uh, you know, did the thing, just get nothing back. And as I'm walking by him, I just hear a mumble, fucking Mexicans. I was like, bro, really? Like. And what was weird was I've never so desperately sought the approval of someone who's clearly pretty racist, you know what I mean? Like, it's like weird to like really want to be liked by a racist. Um, cool, guys. Um, speaking of uh, black people, uh, I, I, re I read a lot of articles on the internet. <laughs> you should have seen it. I loved your face. Speaking of black people is always a nice risky way to start. Uh, a joke. It's gonna get much worse. Uh, so, the, so uh, I read a lot of articles on the internet, on Facebook, etc. Um, saw a headline the other day that I thought said uh, "nigger ambush," so I clicked on it. Obviously, you know. I was like, "What do we do this time?" Um, <laughs> oh, come on, lighten up, guys. Um, to my disappointment, uh, the article is actually about uh, Niger. Like it was like an ambush in Niger, right? Uh, but then I realized, I was like, wait a second, I'm on foxnews.com and Niger is a country in Africa. So I scrolled back up and it actually did say nigger ambush. I had not misread, I had not misread the headline, Trina. Um, cool. Um, it's been a lot of fires recently. Did you guys hear about these, uh, these, these pesky little wildfires? Um, is, like, have you guys seen pictures of, like Santa Rosa and shit? Like just like totally leveled? Like, yeah, it's fucking... Yeah, yeah, it's really sad. And you know, like, tell me if you guys are with me, but what, what freaked me out the most was it was the first time I'd ever seen this level of devastation happen to like, nor uh, what's a better word? Like white people, you know? <laughs> like, like it's the first time I've ever turned on the news and seen like white, like devastation, you know what I'm saying? Cause we're used to seeing like brown, you know, like you're used to seeing like a Syrian mother, like pull her, like her infant, like out of the rubble, you know, like after a bombing and you're like, oh, that's normal. Uh, but there's something about seeing your coworker's dad like pull his golf clubs out of the rubble. It just really fucks with me. Um, <laughs> uh, hashtag too soon. I agree. Um, appreciate it. Um, I uh, <laughs> I went to Fleet Week recently because uh, I guess I'm white. Uh, did you guys do that shit? It's like the whitest shit ever. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, it was the first time I felt like patriotic. I think like there's something about a plane doing like a triple flip that you're like. Yo, America is better, you know, like this shit is fucking fire, dude. Um, I also hope that, I also, like I assume that when we bomb North Korea, like does that mean we're gonna do like a dope air show beforehand just to really, right? Cause like, I'm wondering because like, as a taxpayer, like otherwise, like why do we have that? You know what I mean? Like why do we have the Blue Angels? Does that make any sense to any of you guys? Like wouldn't it be weird if like other publicly funded jobs had like their blue angels, like wouldn't it be weird if 99% of cops did normal cop shit and 1% just did cartwheels all day? Like that would be, it's like, please get back to your job officer. Um, 
Cool. Okay. That's it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. My name is MCA. I've been coming to where I am. I think it makes it any easier when it's the other way around. I know, right? There's a, there's a I almost got into your phone. I know, found out you were cheating on Mutiny Radio, oh. right? That where else, where have you been every Friday night for the last three weeks? Huh? That's a good question. Exactly. If I looked in your phone, I'd find out. Uh, yeah. What? Actually. No, <laughs> why? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Sorry. Are you right? I'm kidding. So I just, I feel like I can count on if I am on a stage with a microphone in my hand and sticking up to my face that hopefully people understand I'm kidding. Uh, anyway, not. How you doing tonight? I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, all right. So I'm just going to, if it's okay with you guys, I'm just going to ditch the pre-signs because it doesn't really, it's just not flowing because it doesn't, people aren't here. So no I'm just going to go with who's here if that's okay. Uh, you ready to go, Arden? All right. So let's bring up Arden to the stage. Oh, Put your hands together, everybody. Uh, beastie, beastie boys, love it. Uh, I'm Arden, and I'm here with the Weed News. Uh, in Weed News this week, weed is dope. And that's been the Weed News. All right. Uh, now, somebody mentioned that I was an anchor going to bring the Weed News, so I just decided to do the Weed News, and weed is dope. That That's all the news I have. Just keep smoking it. Yeah. Um... Yeah, my name's Arden. Uh, I, I've realized that most people, and this includes comedians, we have this storytelling Tourette's, right? And Stephen King has it the worst, and I'll explain in a second. So, so uh, someone was telling a story this morning, and they were going, well, you know, the, the kid was two years old, and blah, blah, no, no, he was three years old. And they, uh, no, actually, I, I take that back, he was four years old. So anyway, that's not important, but the next thing, is, actually, he was five years old. You know, he was, now that I think about it, he was five, because it was 86, and in 86, he was five, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's not important. So the thing is, he was at school, and act, no, wait, it, but it was the fall of 86, so he would have turned seven, seven, yeah, no, he's seven years old, right? Uh, no, so anyway, that's it, it, not important. So uh, he was at school, and uh, no, he was eight years old. I, if it was 80, no. But it couldn't have been 86 because that movie was out that year. What was that movie? Anyway, no, he was eight years old. and So anyway, this is Stephen King. This is how he writes his books, right? He starts trying to tell somebody's age. And he's like, okay, when the character was seven years old, he developed this magical ability. But when he was eight years old, uh, he got into a fight at school. And then this thing. But actually, back when he was six years old, uh, he got into this other thing with the, the magical ability. But he didn't know he had it yet until he was nine years old. It was when he was nine years old, he really figured out they had the magical. And this is a Stephen King book. This is how he writes all his fucking books, beginning to end. He just he just keeps going like that in a circle. And he can't decide where the fuck to end. Marty, I could have used you. I could have used somebody here to ground this bit in reality, but you were gone and you just come in. Oh, Christ. Oh, sad bit today. 
Yeah. How about I do some old stuff that works? That, that sounds good, right? Yeah, instead of this new bullshit. Uh, Marty, what do you want to hear? What do you want to hear? I'm a very lonely man. I am so lonely and so depressed. There was this woman I really, really liked for a long time, but she had no idea I existed because uh, I had been catfishing her. I had been catfishing her. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, I used to be an alcoholic, and, and I used to pick up women doing that because I'd go around to bars at closing time, and i convinced them that I had been sent back in time from the future to have unprotected sex with them and father the future leader of the robot resistance. Uh it goes great until you forget to sneak out in the middle of the night and they go, you're still here. And I go, oh, shit, it didn't work. We got to go to plan B. Where's Walgreens? Because there's only one thing I'm turning around here. Uh, I, I want to I wanna clickbait my life. I want to make my life more interesting. So I'm going to click. I used to work in advertising. I'm going to clickbait it. You know, I want to make it, uh, you know, you'll never guess who this comedian is sleeping with. You click on the headline. Nobody's a fucking comedian. Who the fuck is going to sleep with? He's going to sexually harass somebody, maybe maybe molest somebody, but he's not going to sleep with anybody. I mean, God. Oh. I think women should date me. I think more women should date me, you know? Some shaggy like a dog. But I don't shit on the carpet. Ever since I quit drinking. Yeah. I, I once, in a blackout... Uh, well, post-blackout, woke up to find uh, that in my kitchen, in the middle of the room, I had discharged my entire fire extinguisher onto the floor and just left it there. There was no fire. Yeah. You know, it was just one of those things of thought that sticks in the back of your head. Like, I, one of these days, I want to discharge a fire extinguisher. In a blackout, you just do it. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ, some people want to watch the world burn, but I want to put out imaginary fires. I mean, come on. You'll get that one on the way home, trust me. Uh, Marty, how was your day? Weird. Uh, Weird? New job. New job. You shouldn't go to that job. You just should not go to that job. I'll tell you, jobs are nothing but trouble. I had a job once uh, promoting Jurgen's lotion in a Walmart right? to female customers. No one wants this. I got it because I have the wrong name, A-R-D-I-N. Everyone thinks it's a girl na girl's name, Arden, but the girl's name is spelled E-N. You know, so I'm there passing out free samples going, uh, excuse me, miss, uh, would you like a squirt of Jurgens? Can, can, can I pump some out for you? Would you like me to apply it? And I explain it to the cop who's pulled me over why I got three cases of this stuff in my back seat. Because he's thinking he's either pulled over the driest human being ever, the loneliest son of a bitch in America, or the next Hannibal Lecter. Would you like a squirt of Jurgens? Anyway, my name's been Arden. Uh, I've been high. Trina picked the wrong time to go to the back, so I'll just stretch it out here. Just stretch it out. Uh, yeah, uh, my therapist, he, he wants me to talk to beautiful women and get practice at this because I have a lot of anxiety around this problem. And uh, he says, why don't you practice by starting by talking to their dog first? I said, yeah, that's going to go great. Oh, who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Oh, you want to bail your up? You want to bail your up? You want to bail your up? Oh, you're so smart. You're so cute. What's up? Yeah. Anyway, uh, again, that's been my name, uh, Arden, and then more or less my time. Uh, give it up for your wonderful host, Train Rod. I'm going to prove. I'm going to prove this thing works. I'm going to prove this goddamn thing works.
All right. So, you guys ready for some Ken Suzuki? Ken Suzuki's in the house. Let's hear it, Ken. Yes, four more years. Four more years. Yes, thank you, Mutiny Radio. Oh, oh my God, sir, I just began my set. Really? Could you really, sir? Oh, oh, I love it. Is this Mutiny Radio is getting, you guys remodel every time it gets more and more beautiful. Like we got dead, dead skeleton man here, the golden tree from which the Jews get their gold. The beautiful shrine to the decapitated heads of Alice Cooper, shitty Justin Bieber self-portraits. This is this place really needs to start renting itself out for people because it's a perfect setting for you to live stream your Facebook suicides. All right, perfect place to do it. The perfect backdrop for this type of environment. Oh my God! Uh, so, cat, you got any, you got any cat owners in this audience? Woo! Yeah, how? Oh, God, no, cats. Cats are often compared to women. But a woman's never thrown up on my dick. I mean, want to know the secret to a good marriage, guys? You don't want to know, but I'm going to tell you this. Listen, key to a happy marriage is your wife is not your dick. You cannot beat her. I don't care how much lubricant you use. It's a hand of policy. Without a safe word, of course. You're just sitting here and getting a hand. Oh, man. Brevity is the soul of wit. Be mindful of that as you pen your suicide note, sir. Yeah, purple prose does not a good suicide letter make. Oh, you want to say more with less when it comes to writing. Be a Nietzsche. Don't be a Kant. Uh, I feel like futility is the perfect exercise for life. What is it? Profound. Okay, that's what we're doing. We're getting philosophical. We're getting profound. All right. Now... Wife and I had our first orgy, all right? Got to go attend for That was interesting. It was, uh, thank you. An orgy in a yoga studio, okay? Yogi orgies. Yeah. Pulling out and shooting money shots right in the third eye. That's not semen. That's enlightenment you're getting on your face. Oh, this enlightenment. Oh. Chakras were aligned that night and corrupted. Turkey Day coming up, right? Thanksgiving. You guys want to celebrate? Yeah, you're going to celebrate? What do you plan on doing? You plan on, I don't know, raping and pillaging, protesting, killing and eating a bald eagle? Why not? You really want to hate protest America? Attack its symbols. Eat that patriotic chicken. Eat that patriotic chicken. It doesn't know what it's coming for. Oh, man. Now, the asshole. Or as I call it, the twerking pussy. It's got its own unique flavor. Now, very, very probiotic. Kombucha on a budget's what I call it. And say what you will, folks. I am sorry. I am sorry if you have problems with probiotics. But listen, if you've ever, 
if you've ever eaten kimchi, you can eat an asshole. They taste practically the same. And much like kimchi, once you've tried it, you might even find yourself enjoying it. Ah, someone's a fan of kimchi. <sighs> so, do we got any angel investors in this crowd? You look like a reputable crowd. We got any angel investors in this crowd? <laughs> I need, I'm looking for some because I got an idea for a product that I want to launch, all right? Now, hear me out. Beautiful idea. It'll think it'll be a great success. It's an idea for a line of anal beads made from recycled golf balls. Plan on marketing it with a pun all in one hole. Ah, yeah, it'll, get them, it'll get those freaky country club nerds out there. Certain demographics. All right, folks. Covefe, thank you. All right, Ken. I, I, I just... I'm so happy you found someone who's perfect for you, really. Uh, so uh, the next, uh, are you going to do some comedy, Nick? I didn't realize, I didn't know, is this a comedy only? No, 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 no. You're, you can do whatever you want. Are you here, is, are you guys here, I assume, I know you're here together, but did you also want to do something? I'm so I, sorry, I, I just, I was, I was oh, okay, yeah. do you have anything you want to do? Or? No, okay. So I'm just going to bring Nick up, Nick Larson, who is going to read something for us. And uh, put your hands together for Nick Larson. This is a uh, excerpt from one of my favorite books, Cryptonomicon, by the author Neil Stevenson. Does that sound okay? Right. Um, this is about the gross things that we are inside. It's pretty disgusting to think about. The room contains a few dozen living human bodies, each one a big sack of guts and fluids so highly compressed that it will squirt for a few yards when pierced. Each one is built around an armature of 206 bones, connected to each other by notoriously fault-prone joints that are given to obnoxious creaking, grinding, and popping noises when they are in other than pristine condition. This structure is draped with throbbing stake, inflated with clenching air sacs, and pierced by a Gordian sewer filled with burbling acid and compressed gas, and a squirt with vile enzymes and solvents produced by the many dark, gamey nuggets of genetically programmed meat strung along its length. It's gonna feel uncomfortable, but step a little closer to the microphone. Okay. Slugs of dissolving food are forced down this sloppy labyrinth by serialized convulsions decaying into gas, liquid, and solid matter, which must all be regularly vented to the outside world, lest the owner go toxic and drop dead. Spherical, gel-packed cameras 
swivel in mucus-greased ball joints. Infinite phalanxes of cilia beat back invading particles, encapsulate them in goo for later disposal. In each body, a centrally located muscle flails away at an eternal circulating torrent of pressurized gravy. Fantastic, Nick. Thank you. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah? Okay. Uh huh. Are you guys going to come over this way, maybe? Because I heard the 16th uh, Street podcast station was no more. Or was it Valencia Street? It's oh, at the bar station. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. When is it? At, at night? Every night. Every night. Thursday. I see him. Yeah. I, w- <laughs> I don't. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm no. I mean, you're going to fight my pajamas because 10 o'clock at night. That's where I that's that's I can handle a crackhead. My pajamas are demanding. Okay. So, who's next? Oh, yes. I'm sorry, dude. I, f- I don't even know your name, let alone. Uh, you can just call me Nate. Nate. Yeah. Nathaniel. You're on the list as Nathaniel, though, right? Uh, Nathan, actually. Oh, all right. Fine. <laughs> all right. Everybody put your hands together for Joe. <laughs> going sorry i got here so late traffic is terrible tonight um i I have my friend james uh filming this i'm not used to being on camera i guess it's kind of what it feels like to be a police officer um oh yeah so one, one second uh it's good to see so many people in the same room wondering the same thing uh how long until he's done um i've been out of the comedy loop for a while but but i'm back um I was checking that Facebook group, the the Bay Area Comedy Network, and uh, I was wondering, it's like, how do you how do you tell if someone does comedy? Uh, it's easy if you check their Facebook page and it's a picture of them on stage. Uh, they do comedy, um, right, James? <laughs> this is on the stage. Um, I'm a little worried though. We're becoming like the new vegans. I mean, think about it. How many of your friends don't know you do comedy? Um, the downside is every time I tell people I do a little stand-up, uh, they always want to hear a joke. You know, uh, excuse me, sir, you probably get that in a situation a lot. What, what do you say? Uh, I tell them my Hitler joke and they leave me alone. And that works for you? Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, you see, uh, so I, when I tell people uh, I work in tech, they usually don't ask me to prove it. They start yelling what a horrible person I am. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, <laughs> Uh, hey, let's, uh, uh, turning the, the page here, let's give it up for dating apps. Uh, I met my, uh, there, there you go, I met my girlfriend on a dating app, uh, bang, tonight. Nice. Yep, we, uh, we matched on one level of compatibility. Um, Ailey, do you want to bang tonight? Uh, I did break up with her, though, because she cheated on me. Uh, called me old-fashioned, but I, I still believe in mahogany. Um... Hey, I got a great new apartment in SF, uh, great views. Uh, I can see my life savings vanish from the bay window, which is awesome. 
Uh, actually, the other night I went to a, uh, a trans, like a, a transsexual themed uh, party. Uh, it was a lot of fun, a lot of people there. Um, even my, my great friend Mike uh, was there, but it was so busy, uh, I couldn't even uh, find Mike, uh, but it said it was there. Uh, and we know while I was at that party, I was uh, having a great time talking to some uh, really cool guys, uh, I think. Um, and one of them pointed out, it's like, hey, have you met uh, Marcus? I'm like, no, uh, who, who's Marcus? It's like, oh, yeah, yeah he's, he's over there in the button-down by the bar. I'm like, uh, well, there are uh, five guys all wearing button-downs all by the bar. Could you be a little more specific? And he was got really nervous. He's like, uh, whew. Uh, well, the uh, guy in the jeans, the uh, boots. I'm like, uh, am I missing something here? That describes any man on a Friday night. And he's like, uh, and I was thinking, you mean the black guy? He's like, what? Is he black? I didn't know. All right, thanks everyone. That's uh, that's what Joe's got for you. Great job, Nate. Fantastic. Okay, so uh, come back. Glad I'm James. I'm glad to know James has friends. We didn't know. Yeah. Well, so he says. But, you know. Yeah. All right, Marty, you ready to do this? Sure am. All right, everybody, uh, come into the stage. Put your hands together for Marty Cunney. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't know. Uh, I was going to do jokes tonight, but then I found out it was actually um, reading from your favorite author tonight. And um, now I'm excited. Uh, so I just want to read you guys a little excerpt. Uh, are you guys familiar with James Joyce? Are you guys a fan of James Joyce at all? Uh very famous uh, cornerstone of, of literature, uh, great Irish author. Uh, actually, I haven't read any of his books, but I have read his love letters to his wife. And um, well, let's just get into it, guys. Let me read you a little bit of James Joyce's love letters to his wife. My sweet little whorish Nora, I did as you told me, you dirty little girl, and I pulled myself off twice when I read your letter. I'm delighted to see that you do like being fucked arseways. Yes, now I can remember that night when I fucked you for so long backwards. It was the dirtiest fucking I ever gave you, darling. My prick was stuck in you for hours, fucking in and out under your upturned rump. I felt your fat, sweaty buttocks under my belly and saw your flushed face and mad eyes. <laughs> and at this point, you're like, okay, James Joyce, you know, he's, he's got some dirty talk to him. This guy is a, a freak of uh, epic origins. I mean, you think they'd be a little more detailed considering it's James Joyce. I mean... You think it would be a little more well constructed, but then it goes on. At every fuck I gave you, your shameless tongue came bursting out through your lips, and if I gave you a bigger, stronger fuck than usual, fat, dirty farts came sputtering up your backside. You had an arse full of farts that night, darling, and I fucked them out of you. Big fat fellows, long windy ones, quick little merry cracks, and a lot of tiny little naughty farties, and in a long gush from your hole. Farties. He wrote farties. He wrote down the word farties to his wife. I just... It is wonderful, it is wonderful to fuck a farting woman when every fuck drives one out of her. And then now we're talking, now we're, now this is where we get into the really good James Joyce territory, where he really, dis, really, really illustrates it for us. I think I would know Nora's fart anywhere. I think I could pick hers out in a room full of farting women. It is a rather girlish noise, not like the wet, windy fart, which I imagine fat wives have. It is sudden and dry and dirty like what a bold girl would let off at fun in a school dormitory at night. <laughs> 
And he ra- finishes off with, I hope Nora will let off no end of her farts in my face so that I may know their smell also. <laughs> so I guess, um, I don't know. If you know one thing about James Joyce is that um, he probably got pink eye a few times. Uh, <laughs> if you know anything about James Joyce, you'll know that. And I hope that, that that image stays with you for the rest of the night. But let's move on to a joke or two. Um, are you guys uh, fans of, any fans of karaoke in the room? Uh, well, maybe one or two. We got some karaoke fans. What's your favorite song to do? Uh, the, the song from the Jungle Book. That the... Fuck yeah. I want to be like you or yeah. yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I want to be like you. Ooh, ooh. That's a great one. I was so glad they put in the new movie. I thought they were going to fuck us out of that one. And then all of a sudden, Christopher Walken singing that part, and I was so excited. Uh, my favorite karaoke song is uh, Dr. Dre's Opus, uh, Forgot About Dre. Uh, you guys familiar with this song? You guys know this song? Uh, if not, I'll, I'll give a little little preview for you, a little a couple couple lines. Y'all know me, still the same moji, but I've been low-key, hidden on by most of these. And that's where I have to stop the song. Um because that's where Dre drops the first end bomb of the of the song, and uh, it's still I still go through with the rest of the song. I just you know I don't say it because I've I've learned it's it's not something you can do. There's there's just no good excuse. There's no good reason to drop an end bomb, and that's like that's like a good sign that you're like you're way more racist than you think you are when you think like you're trying to make that argument like oh it's fine he said it so I could say it right like it's in the song he said it I can say it now. It's like, no, 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 dude. If there was like comedy karaoke, you know, like I came up and did someone else's bits, I wouldn't go up and do fucking Chris Rock. And so started, that wouldn't look good either, right? Like no one would excuse me for that. And so it just, that's like your point of comparison. Like it's a slippery slope to walk and we're all wearing boat shoes, us white guys, right? We can't handle that level of traction. We can't, we got to deal with that. Okay. So just stay away from it. Um, but it's good because it's a good song because he really only drops like one or two real early on and then I'm free from the rest of the song without that like cloud of uncertain racism hanging over my head, you know? It's not like other songs. Like, you know, if you try to do like a DMX song, you know, X is going to give it to you. Like, you're not going to avoid it. You're going to accidentally, one's going to slip, right? That's not like an N-bomb being dropped. That's like a N... Vietnamese minefield like you're just tiptoeing along and there's no way you're not going to lose a limb that whole time all right that's my time guys thanks a lot I hope you learned something tonight all right Marty good stuff so that's been our show ladies and gentlemen what'd you think ma'am was okay right for free and for non-unprofessionals right I think so. I think we do a pretty good job here. Thank you so much for stopping in. So sweet of you. All right, everybody. You guys have a fantastic evening. And we'll see you next week.
every Friday? Monday, everyone. Let's ask him. 
parts of the barber shop failed to reveal the presence of any narcotics. Tony Childs and his two companions were found to have a dozen sticks of marijuana in their possession. They were treated for cuts and bruises at Georgia Street and then booked... Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends, here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere fun. $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I used to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Looking for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shaheda. Mr. Shaheda did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shaheda helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorney.com fjs.com again the law office of francis j shaheda in san francisco
awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even going to be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! The Night Space brings you high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space featuring high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Story Time Volume 1 now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie. Howdy, mutineers. It is I, Stolowitz, Dark Lord of the Sith, and several dive bars in San Jose. Every Tuesday night from 10 p.m. to midnight, join me in my quest to escape from the occult oubliette, a world of violence, intrigue, sexuality, mysticism, magic, and leftover spaghetti. Enjoy my insane rants about leftist causes, Midwestern witchcraft, the ascendancy of Skynet, and why neo-paganism is vastly overrated. 
I've got guests, music, comedy, and old Alan Watts lectures from the 70s. How can you resist? You can't. I put a spell on you. Ah! MutinyRadio.fm is an official shrine of the miraculous garlic of Mount Cavalry. We are not associated with the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, except on Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Hope to see you there. Or hear you, I should say. Hey, Zach Wiseman, you're a good comedian. You know how I got good? How good? How did you get so great at comedy? I got great at comedy. During happy hour. Yeah. Every Friday from 6 to 8 with new host Trina Roderick. It's where um, people go and sometimes they smell bad and sometimes they don't smell bad. Mutiny Radio made me great. <laughs> Mutiny Radio made me better than you. And that you can be better than everyone else, too, every Friday from 6 to 8 on Happy Hour here at Mutiny Radio. But you'll be- never be better than me. You'll never be better than me. you never be better than Zach. And you also, it's a happy hour, but we don't have any alcohol, so it's happy-ish. But you're going to do comedy. I'll do comedy. And you're going to enjoy comedy. Just be an audience. Just come. It's free. Yeah, I just drink in my car. <laughs> you could like drink. Like an adult. Exactly. Drink drink around the corner somewhere else. Not here. But uh, come to Happy Hour every Friday from 6 to 8 with Trina Roderick. Yeah, do that. Listening to MutinyRadio.fm. If you're listening right now, we'd like to talk to you. 415-550-0511. Give us a call here. We are live until 8 o'clock. And we want to hear from you. So if you're listening online, stop what you're doing. Call 1-415-550-0511. And now back to our breakers. On Mutiny Radio. That's right. PCRcollective.org. We'll see you there. stand-up comedian do you want to be in 25 shows in five days at mutiny radio in san francisco well now's your opportunity apply now for the spark presents third annual mutiny radio comedy festival march 1st through 5th that's 25 shows in five days featuring 40 comics from out of town and one of those comedians could be you go to our website www.mutinyradio.fm and click on the submission form apply for the spark presents third annual mutiny radio comedy i swear in the middle of the night i think AUP and cupertino and some gravel is so fit you're listening to mutiny radio.fm our phone lines are open we are playing promotional audio for our upcoming shows but if you'd like to call us right now it's 415-550-0511 you can listen to us on MutinyRadio.fm, and when you listen, press the donate button. Every happy hour mic, Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. at Radio FL, Mutiny Radio. I just fucked that up. Again, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah! yeah. You got it. I got it. Hey, this is MutinyRadio.fm. You're listening to Flat Black Plastic Show. Enjoy. Listening to you. 
are gathered here today to listen to mutinyradio.fm as we kill seconds before the 8 o'clock show. Or, if you're listening on the East Coast, the 5 o'clock show. My name is Name Redacted. I'll be your Muni Radio host here on our promotional block of promotional stuff. We're listening to a bunch of weird noises. But don't we always? Call us. Our phone line is open. I don't say phone lines. We have one phone. 415-550-0511. Would you like to send us a tweet? Good for you. How can you send us a tweet? I think at this point, you can figure it out. So far, we're receiving no phone calls. My name is Name Redacted, and I'm here to kill time. If you're listening to the fantastic happy hour, oh, the happy hour, thank you for listening. The show ended early, but there's still a half hour on this block. What crazy shit could happen in a half hour? 415-550-0511. Call. Let the crazy shit happen. Here with me, name redacted.
still listening to Mutiny Radio, home of the drone. Have you listened to every single show Mutiny Radio offers you? You can. Go to mutinyradio.fm and it will take you to pcrcollective.org. There, you can click podcasts and listen to all our shows. I like to recommend Friends of Mutiny, Saturday nights, 8 p.m. Pacific, a different show from different producers who rent the space. It's a little known fact, you can listen on on RSS. All you have to do is type in podcast.pcrcollective.org slash friends of mutiny, no spaces, dot RSS.
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) If you're looking for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shaheda. Mr. Shaheda did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shaheda helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorneyfjs.com. Again, the law office of Francis J. Shaheda in San Francisco. Do you need an 
an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> The Night Space brings you high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space featuring high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Story Time Volume 1 now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Howdy, mutineers. It is I, Stolowitz, Dark Lord of the Sith, and several dive bars in San Jose. Every Tuesday night from 10 p.m. to midnight, join me in my quest to escape from the occult oubliette, a world of violence, intrigue, sexuality, mysticism, magic, and leftover spaghetti. Enjoy my insane rants about leftist causes, Midwestern witchcraft, the ascendancy of Skynet, and why neo-paganism is vastly overrated. 
I've got guests, music, comedy, and old Alan Watts lectures from the 70s. How can you resist? You can't! I put a spell on you! Ah! MutinyRadio.fm is an official shrine of the miraculous garlic of Mount Cavalry. We are not associated with the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, except on Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Hope to see you there. Or hear you, I should say. Hey, Zach Wiseman, you're a good comedian. You know how I got good? How good? How did you get so great at comedy? I got great at comedy. During happy hour. Yeah, every Friday from 6 to 8 with new host Trina Roderick. It's where um, people go and sometimes they smell bad and sometimes they don't smell bad. Mutiny Radio made me great. <laughs> Mutiny Radio made me better than you. And that you can be better than everyone else, too, every Friday from 6 to 8 on Happy Hour here at Mutiny Radio. But you'll be- never be better than me. You'll never be better than me. you never be better than Zach. And you also, it's a happy hour, but we don't have any alcohol, so it's happy-ish. But you're going to do comedy. I'll do comedy. And you're going to enjoy comedy. Just be an audience. Just come. It's free. Yeah, I just drink in my car. <laughs> you could like drink. Like a fucking adult. Exactly. Drink, drink around the corner somewhere else. Not here. But uh, come to Happy Hour every Friday from 6 to 8 with Trina Roderick. Yeah, do that. Tell me what you think about your situation. Complication, aggravation. Is it getting to you? Then tune in live every Sunday from 12 to 2 p.m. to the Edge of Insanity with myself, Paul Brumbaugh. Kit Marie. Brandon Ray. And Mistress Christine. All on Mutiny Radio. That's right, pcrcollective.org. We'll see you there.